Okay, so we're looking at Psalm chapter 4, honing in on verse 4, but um, I'm going to go ahead and read Psalm 4, and then we'll start discussing it. It says, Answer me when I call to you, O my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Be merciful to me and hear my prayer. How long, O men, will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Salah. Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. In your anger, do not sin. And when you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Salah. Offer right sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Many are asking, who can show us any good? Let the light of your face shine upon us. O Lord, you have filled my heart with greater joy than when their grain and new wine abound. And I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. That verse 4 one more time said, In your anger do not sin, and when you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Salah. What translation are you reading from? This is the uh, new NIV, I believe. Yeah, NIV. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anyone have a better translation? I don't mean better, but different. (laughs) English Standard, and it says, Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your hearts, in your own hearts, on your beds, and be silent. But when I looked at the Amplified, it said, Tremble with anger and fear, and Mm -hmm. do not sin. Meditate in your heart, upon your bed, and be still. And then in parentheses, reflect on your sin and repent of your rebellion. And that's the one that I, I studied out of. Was Amplified? Yeah, I guess, because it was Tremble. Yeah, mine's <laughs> tremble. Really, yeah. tremble and do not sin. Yeah, Tremble and do There's not sin. There's another one that says, Stand before the Lord in awe. Yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Why do you think it says that? Because doesn't that sound a little different? I like it because it shows reverence. Yeah. If I was standing before the Lord in awe, I would be trembling. Yes. Yeah. Right. But the whole point of that in standing before the Lord and trembling is that you fear nothing but God. Mm-hmm. Like whatever trouble you've got around you right now, it is nothing. The, the only fear you should have would be of the Lord. But the Lord doesn't give us a fear that causes us to run away. The, the fear is the awe, like she said. It is the awe in knowing how great God is and how powerful God is. People in our day fear man rather mm-hmm. than fearing God. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, God could just ding. <laughs> just, but He wouldn't do that to us. And in the yeah. the message, mm-hmm. complain if you must, but do not lash out. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut, and let your heart do the talking. Yeah. That's I, the whole. Be angry and do not sin. I mm-hmm. like the. English standard because it says ponder in your own heart and it made me think of Mary how she pondered in her heart the things that she saw when they took mm-hmm. Joseph to the I meant Jesus to the temple um, and she pondered these things in her heart mm-hmm. you know how she when I look at that word ponder it was like kept close together so when you're pondering something you know you're turning it over and over in your heart, I think, and letting God bring those truths to you as you're going over and over them in your heart. 
Well, part of what's happening here is this is a, a Psalm of David again, and Absalom, Absalom, can you say it? Absalom, his son, is wanting to kill him and coming after him. But there's people all around him that um, they don't even think God will rescue him. Like they think he's just, he's burned his bridges. He's, he has sinned so greatly that even God would be done with him. You know, that there's no coming back from it. And they wanted him gone. And in that, he's, he's saying, if you think of it in that reflection, you know, I've got no one else to be angry at, no one else to fear. Just I just need to focus on pondering in my own heart. If you think about it, he's saying, look at myself. Is there anything in this situation that I could change any differently, right? Um, and if I can't, I can't control how other people think about me. I can't control how their reactions are. And and we go through that same thing. He's saying, so ponder in your own heart, you know, is there anything there, any conf- unconfessed sin? Why am I wanting to react in a certain way? Um, and, and it's good to note that that anger, um, if not sinning is, you know, we talk about there is a time for righteous anger, right? Um, so it's okay if you're angry. It's okay if you're scared. If it's, it's okay in all of those things when we have fear, but to have a right perspective of it and who um, has you in this. Mm-hmm. Whatever thoughts did you have on that? Observations did you have? I didn't have this thought on my own. This was where these thoughts that I said, yes, that sounds right. Um, when he talks about that search your hearts um, or to, to ponder, he said it's easy to get caught up in sin of others and not see your own sin. Yes. Yeah. Don't look at pointing out the log in someone else's eye well, <laughs> or, or the speck in someone else's anger. eye. You know, it's mm-hmm. so easy for righteous anger to just step on over the line. Yeah. And, you know, so righteous anger, I think you still have to have some, con- you know, a control on that. Well, and these people that are coming after him, his son and, and everyone else, they're not following the Lord. So it's easy for him to have looked at them and to have, you know, judged them, taken them down, and it seen no fault in himself, right? It, what else do you guys got? I came away with listen to God's words and do his will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, like, because, you know, I did it in both. Be angry and do not sin. So when you're angry, what are you doing? Complaining. Just telling it, you know, just telling you, lashing out and just saying everything, you know what I mean? And it's like, like you said, the, the circumstances that were happening, you know, and it, and then how you said they were, these people didn't believe in stuff. So he's like almost setting an example. Yeah. You know, and, and we need to be doing that for the non-believers in our, in our families or those that might be watching. And how we're reacting. You know. Application wise, how do you think those, that verse applies Does that motivate you in any certain direction? 
Does it bring to light anything maybe you're going through right now? Just when you are in bed, search your hearts. Don't nurse a grudge. Mm -hmm. When you're doing that, you're just giving a, a mighty foothold to the devil. Amen. There was a 90-some-year-old lady <laughs> that um, was at our wedding, and we were doing the receiving line, and she stopped and grabbed us both and said, you know, never let the sun go down on your anger. Mm -hmm. And like that so impacted us. And, well, partly because somebody stopped to be like, look at me, listen, and you know she's going to have a lot of wisdom at that point. Um, but she was speaking truth, and it sticks, right? Um, so I always try to pass on things like that, kind of like you said, whatever you're going through. But that was the first time maybe I had really heard that in an application to marriage. Um, because, you know, I don't, I think it applies to any relationship, to be honest with you. But I, just for me, that was my first exposure to that. Um, going back to verse one, answer me when I call to you. O oh, my righteous God, give me relief from my distress and be merciful to me and hear my prayer. The, he knew he could cry out to God. It didn't matter what anyone else thought of him or even how he thought about himself. He knew that God would always be willing to hear. That gives me some comfort because sometimes I think I'm a dirty, rotten, no good, you know? And probably those are nice words. <laughs> But I know that God, he has mercy and he hears us, right? Um, and that, and he, when he says there, oh God of my righteousness, and that's part of it because God is the author of anything good, right? There's no righteousness that comes from me. And so God already knows that. And that's a lot of where his mercy lays, Right? Where, where that grace comes from is that if God is in us, that's where the righteousness comes from, not from anything that I do. And so he is always approachable. When I like how it's past tense, you have relieved me in my distress. You know what I mean? Yep. It's us just acting out and doing our thing. It's like he's already taken care of it. It's like, all right, I'll just watch this go on because, you know, apparently you're not, like you said, living in that righteousness. Yeah. And David Guzik, he said that um, along that same lines, David was using his past mercies, past graces as grounds for future help. Um, and, and Charles Spurgeon talked about that as well, that we can look back on the things that God has had mercy on us and things that we've come through that um, I, I know, let's just be honest, like when I've been the one in the wrong, you know, and the trouble's there because I brought it upon myself, right? And Pat's looking at me like, I remember when you did that, Kim. <laughs> no, I remember when I did it, girl. Like, yeah, but when we there. brought our own trouble, right, on yes. ourselves, and God was merciful, that he, he is it's never going to be too much. The next time I can go, you know what, Lord, you've forgiven me before. I don't have to contend myself in that. Um, and then verses 2 to 3, how long... How, O oh men, will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? These are to the other men that, you know, they're trying to ruin his reputation at this point. Um, 
they want almost everything he did should be considered shame, right? And if, if you ever felt that, you've, we're real good at feeling shame for ourselves, but when someone else is shaming you, you know, and the, how that, the weight of that is, and he's saying, how, how long are you going to hold this over my head? How long are you going to seek these false gods? And part of that being uh, that false gods thing right there is that they weren't listening to God. And, you know, Absalom trying to, and then making him king, that wasn't God's will. They, David was appointed to be king and they were trying to take it out of the hands of God and do things their own way. And he's like, you're following a false God. You're, you're making up things as you go along of how God would want you to live or how God would want you to handle things. And you're not seeking the one true God. Uh, Anyone have any uh, points on that verse? Mine says, how long will you love vain words and seek after lies? Mm -hmm. You know, you think of the people there listening to Absalom's vain words and lies. Yeah. Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself, and the Lord will hear when I call to him. Just again, another um, reiterance that God will hear him, regardless of what's going on around him. Just a question. Yeah. Do you guys know all that's happening because you know past stuff that's, that, you know, that's how you know that's what's happening? With kind Absalom? Like we just yes. This up? Actually, uh, if you <clears throat> go back, like later when you want to read, Go back to like um, Psalm 3, um, talks about some of it. Um, When he fled, it says a Psalm of David fled fled from from his son Absalom. Yeah. Um, So it's a little background. And a lot of the background in that, to be honest with you, um, aside from that, came from commentaries from J. Vernon McGee and... Warren Wearsby, yeah. Really dunking. Yeah, people that really are, you know, great historians that have already taken that red line and drawn, and, you know. <laughs> Made the timeline. Made the timeline and did all the things. What I'm saying is you girls dug for the little nuggets, and that's how you found the timelines. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is that is correct. Um, it's not great wisdom on our part. Anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, anybody can. time to do it. Yes. So. <laughs> Good question. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just make it up as I go. Right. <laughs> no, if you think I made it up, be like, didn't he have a son? Yeah, he did. He had a son. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always say, put me in check if you think I'm wrong. Absolutely, I absolutely. That's be what in I was check. gonna say. Yeah, put me in check. I'm not perfect. I will make mistakes. Well, see, and like yeah. what I'm saying is somebody yeah. who doesn't know yeah. or just, you know what I mean, oh, I'll just read this and, you know, go yeah. to chapter four, I mean, you know, yeah. verse four. Apply whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, see, because he's already telling him yeah. you're righteous in this and now he's going to yeah. throw him in the dirt tell him you're not good at all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> him and Tallulah got in a match, right, you know. Right. <laughs> you know what I think is so cool about the Bible, yeah. and especially you see it in the uh-huh. Psalms, I think, and, and Proverbs, is there's so many layers yeah. Of, of what God could be saying to you is going to be different. The same verse will say something different to me that will say something different to you. And yeah, I, you know, I think that's pretty cool. That's like what I like to say. It's alive. You know, the word's mm-hmm. alive. You know, yeah. What God, Jesus I agree. Okay. Many but you times. Don't have to have a commentary. To no. Figure all that out. You don't. I mean, yeah. God says you should search for me, and you yeah. should find me if you should search for me. Yeah. Your heart. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of the greatest preachers I've ever heard is Sammy Dagger, who comes from Lebanon, 
and he didn't have such a thing as a commentary. He only had the Bible. Yeah. Well, it was funny when I first started really reading the Bible, I had a study Bible. Yeah. And I would find that I would read the study part of it and then go back and read the Bible. And I got rid of the study Bible yeah. because I wanted to just read what the Word yeah. said. And then when I mm -hmm. felt strong in what the Word said, yeah. then go look at what the commentaries say and what the other things say. Which I think is how you study now. Yeah. I know it's the way I study. Yeah. Is I first sit in the just the verse for the whole week. Yeah. And then as I, you know, those questions come in or those, you know, whatever comes in. And then... As I'm putting everything together, I'll go, oh, I wonder what so-and-so had to say, or, you know, and, and, and God always proves uh, so faithful in that. Like you said, if you seek him, you will find the answers. Yeah. But he's always so faithful in that because they all, and maybe I pick the people that say yes, I don't know, but um, we all agree, you know, and then, but sometimes they'll have like a little, here's, here's what Charles Spurgeon said. I, to be honest with you, I'm not out searching for Charles Spurgeon but thank you somebody else brings up Charles Spurgeon and I go oh okay well today I did look at Charles Spurgeon's today um but uh I just love the richness of of seeing what you can find from people that looking. are smarter than me that have been studying okay and you know what to be honest with you if you if you're looking at them and they're all saying the same thing you're like because you're all have the same source right we should be getting the same information from the yeah. same source, yeah, right? right. Um, I but like it because sometimes the, those, uh, those men, mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure there's women out there as well, that they can build some historical background. That's what I like. You know, it's mm -hmm. the, not that what they're saying about that verse is any different than what I yeah. feel the Lord is saying to me. Right. It's that they can build that historical background that... I haven't been through seminary, you know, I haven't studied in yes. in Hebrew and Latin and Greek and, you know, so I don't have that, but... I'm I, not sure in my lifetime if I would have been able to accomplish understanding that Daniel and Isaiah and Revelation, all of that went together and that was forecasting. I'm not sure I would have ever I don't think I still gotten. understand it. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's all still you know, a mystery, like, but <laughs> there is a I, lot I there. Say, people smarter yeah. than me don't agree on some of that they don't stuff, agree so on I'll some, just yeah. find out when I get there yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> lots of people smarter than me don't agree. Right? But I have a clue that it all goes together. Yeah. 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 But I do it, agree with you. I do think the Lord gives you those things. If you're seeking him, we don't, he, will, he yeah. will give them to you, and, and you'll find yeah. them. And we don't need to know the history to know what God is planting in our heart. Yeah, we don't need to know it. I, I clearly have read this scripture many times not knowing certain things, you know. It's uh, a detail. You know the things that I've learned yeah. just recently have to do with um, the Jews going into exile. Mm -hmm. That, because we've looked at some verses about that, that those I've been able to kind of piece together those timelines of mm. them going into exile mm -hmm. um, because they did not follow what God had said because he warned them and warned them. And, yeah. You know, so I find that historically pretty interesting, that whole, um, but I like the Old Testament. I really yeah, like I do it. too. I love the Old Testament. No Andy Stanley's over here. <laughs> okay, be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Salah. Salah just is a pause. 
uh, to be honest with you, I'm not even positive I'm saying it right some days, but um, that just means a pause. Remember, this is written, um, go back to the very beginning. It says, for the director of music with stringed instruments, a psalm of David. So this was meant to be put to music. And um, so that's a pause in the music is what that is. Um, it's also a good place for us to pause and kind of chew on what scripture just said, right? Um, and obviously we've already talked about already just that verse and be angry and do not sin. But the meditate within your heart on your bed. So I told you I've been chewing on the verse all week, not looking at the commentary and and trying to understand, Lord, okay, I've obviously had, I, I think I'm normal, several opportunities throughout the week to examine my anger. <laughs> it's come up, right? And and I've thought, okay, be angry and do not sin. I get that part. I've been, I've known that part for a long time. But meditate within your heart on your bed. Be still. Well, yesterday, um, I tried to fix a plumbing issue. <laughs> and uh, I, op- I, okay, so I'm trying to talk to Rich what little I can while he's in Alaska. And I, I am, this is it. I'm going to be self-sufficient. I could do this. Women do it all the time, right? Come on, suck it up. So Rich tells me where the water shutoff is, okay? So I go out there, and my arm will not reach. I am like this far from reaching that shutoff valve down this hole, right? Ladies, I picked 12, 1 o'clock to start this project outside. (laughs) Right in the sun. And I am inventing every type of, I'm thinking I'm clever. Here I am, I'm clever. I've got this vice grip, okay? I tried the vice grip. I can't get it around there tight enough. I found some sort of forging tool. I got that. That won't work. I got um, an old tuning key for turning off water and like Mm -hmm. certain things that different kind of won't work. Um, Pliers. You na- I've tried stretching my arm. Lord, give me another foot. <laughs> and, and nothing would work. And this was like two hours of just trying to get this thing on with whatever tool I can find, right? I'm sweating. I'm whatever. I go to the store. Um, I go to Lowe's and I get uh, the first time, actually, before I started the project, I'd watched a YouTube video. I go to the store. I buy what I think is the right thing, um, all new stuff. <laughs> I'm all excited. I'm going to get all new stuff, right? So I get all the new stuff. Anyway, so I now have to go back to Lowe's and try to find something, some type of a, there's got to be something, right? Surely I'm not the only one in the world that has this funky-shaped thing. So I go back. Of course, everyone in Lowe's is so friendly, but nobody wants to help. Um I finally found something that I and I'm looking at it and I'm like there's no way that's going to work but it is the only thing that looks close enough. So, I go back. No. No. I kept working, kept working. I kept praying. I was just I'm crying, I'm sweating. You can't tell the difference between the two. 
And I'm like, Lord, I need your help, please. And I have the water off um, a few minutes later because, um, well, actually, let me tell you. Okay, that's not what happened. I went in and I laid down on my bed. I got a glass of ice water. I laid down on my bed and I'm just so mad. And I'm laying there and all of a sudden goes, God says this verse. Be angry, do not sin, and when you're on your bed, search your heart and be silent. And I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) Okay, I I can stop inventing cuss words at this point. Um, (laughs) Stop, Lord, I need your help. I don't know how this looks. But just sitting there and being in timeout for five minutes, my body cooling down, my thoughts getting back, you know, in, in control, I was able to think a little clearer. And I went, okay, I can try again. So I went back out and I eventually got, I, the Lord, it was the Lord. Um, if I put it at a certain angle, I could turn it. So I got the thing off, right? Great. We're moving along. Then Rich tells me, you can't use that new kit because that would require cutting out a whole hole in the wall, et cetera, et cetera. You just need this one cartridge. Uh, okay, fine. I go back to Lowe's. I get this cartridge. I watch the YouTube video again. And when I'm, I'm sitting there and I got, okay, let's be smart. I put the drain cover on so nothing falls through and nothing, nothing. Okay, I, get, I finally get to where I'm going to take off the handle which should be super simple. Nope. It has to have an Allen wrench that I cannot find. I kick those things around my house and my garage. I swear right, right. every day. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot for the life of me find the right Allen wrench size. So I spent an hour crying, looking for this thing, yelling. <laughs> Going through the whole banana again. Richard's losing his mind (laughs) thousands of miles away. And I'm like, I'm going to get this figured out. So I finally thought, okay, I sat there for a minute and again was quiet before the Lord. Okay, Lord, I'm sorry again. And I just need help. And then I thought, you know, I have this little drill. I wonder if it might have Allen wrench settings on it. It did. Took it right off got the handle off, got the next thing off, got it all lined up in perfectly little, you know, together things so that nothing would, right, okay. Um, went to turn that thing, no, first turn I made to get that cartridge out, the plastic piece popped off. Good Lord, nothing I do will work today. <laughs> I turn, I turn, I turn, okay, call Rich. And he's like, you just need to yank on it. I go, I watched it. In my heart laying in my bed. And then I'd get to the place where I'd say, oh, what a difference a day makes. Go to sleep. Yeah. You'll have a different, it'll be different in the morning. Some, was. some of your commentaries, or not commentaries, uh, translations, might have said, uh, commune, commune with your own heart. <clears throat> There's an old commentary from the 1600s. And this guy said, consult your better judgment and take counsel of your own good sense. So it kind of reminds me of what you were saying right then. It's like not talking to other people, 
but just sitting alone thinking about you know common sense good judgment you know how does scripture apply in this and just kind of processing through during that time um but also in this calling yourself to a reckoning a reflection um is there something that I need to be doing differently mm-hmm. in the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, but when we, the difference between maybe the morning and the evening, I guess it depends on your household, but, you know, theoretically here, um, in the evening, there would be less interruption sitting on your bed before you go to sleep, you know, whereas the day always presents, here's the list, here's the agenda, you know, Um so, and I, I generally, and I think this is a way for most people, most of those issues and those things that keep you from sleeping are, they're just way more magnified before you fall asleep than they are when you wake up first thing in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. because we've, we've kind of shifted in a different direction. Um, I okay so there was this one thing that I had read and I just loved it it said if you want an answer to prayer you must first pray oh, right <laughs> yeah yeah so part of that is you know you're sitting there and meditating at night and for you have you prayed about it or have you only dwelt on it, you know? Well, and sometimes uh-huh. I think, well, Lord, you know when I was thinking that you know my thoughts, and so that was like praying, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're thinking together here, Lord, and you're right? seeing my thoughts. I'm just waiting for you to jump in on the conversation that's going on in my head. I do think there's a difference, though, between actually talking to God about it and fretting about it. Yeah, oh, there is. Yeah, but I think that the way, knowing you, the way you... I, it is an ongoing prayer. Yeah, it's an ongoing prayer. I, well, I know I'm, you he's are. He's always yeah. invited to my thought life. Yes, right. Lord, you're always invited. Jump in and intervene yeah. at any moment Lord, in my thought life. But it surprised me one time when I was talking to, I, I think it was my husband, actually. Um, it, it, it's, sometimes some people, it's more intentional for mm-hmm. them to pray, and it's not the ongoing prayer, you know? Um, and so, and I'm not saying that's what Rich does. I'm just saying that was a conversation we were having that it kind of shocked me that he had known people and and then I had met people that that's not a natural process for a lot of people. What, to have? To have ongoing ongoing Paul-like conversations and prayers all day. Yeah. Don't you find, and we we even asked this one time in Bible study, I don't remember who asked it, but Mm -hmm. we were talking about, like, I live in my head. There is always a constant stream of yeah, conversation my going on in my head. The voices yes. in my head are always talking to yeah. me. And, and then some people, they didn't, they have, didn't that. have that. They didn't have that. Richard constant. doesn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm always I wish talking. I did. <laughs> right? Right? I think a lot of people with anxiety have that because it doesn't ever shut up, right? It doesn't. It never stops in my yeah. head. Yeah. I, no, I agree. And I had to learn that drinking wine was not the way to stop it. Okay, well, drinking wine is not the way to stop it. But also, I really think there's a, a huge key in here that when you do have a, a loud head like that, are you praying or are you just listening to the voices listening in your head? 
I had read something one time yeah. that people that are always yeah. doing their whole life is verbal. Yeah. That the way to calm that is to do something with numbers. Oh. Or if you're a number person, the way yeah. to get that to stop is to do something verbal because mm. it uses a different part of your head. That does make sense. That's why I can follow asleep if I do Sudoku. Or, yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly why. Yeah. Um, Sudoku, Sudoku, whatever you say that. Um, J. Vernon McGee, uh, he put it in three parts, right? Verses one through three, he said it was like a cry. Hear me, God be with me, right? Isaiah 65, 24, he quoted, um, basically that while they were speaking, God heard them, you know? God already knows what we're going to say. He already knows the issue, but he does want us to talk to him about it, right? Um, Part of being able to say to God, you've brought me through this before, and be able to reference that is because we've prayed about it, right? And we can look back and say, you answered that prayer, right? Instead of, I eventually figured it out between me, my head, and the door, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, The second part there would be the correction, in verses 4 to 5, you know, searching your own heart and not looking to others. And is there anything that, you know, you need to fix in, in your thought life or is there unconfessed sin? And he said um, the third part would be a confidence um, in 6 through 8. Um, in verse 7 specifically, when you feel like no one has confidence um even and David felt like that. Even no one had confidence in him that God would even hear him. Um, David knew that God would. I hope I said that right. I was trying to say that right. That no one else felt that he had anything to offer anymore, and he knew that God would hear him. Um, Warren Wearsby said, "In that tremble before the Lord." He did it in five parts, six parts, excuse me. And I really liked his. He said, tremble before the Lord. Fear the Lord and nothing else. The second one was don't sin. Like if you were to write down, how do I get through my trouble at night? Um, Sinful anger uh, leads to sinful words and deeds. A third one was search your own heart again, taking inventory, confessing. The fourth one, be still. Be sorry for the things you say in your heart. Um, Fifth one is offer right sacrifices, not being hypocritical. And the sixth one, trusting the Lord. Um, And that's those were his six, what he called commands, that were in those verses there. Basically, here's what you do. Here's what God is telling you to do, is to be doing these things. And then... Um, he had a quote from Spurgeon, which I wanted to read. It's a poem. It doesn't say who wrote the poem. Sinner, is thy heart at rest? Is thy bosom void of fear? Art thou not by guilt oppressed? Speaks not conscience in their, thine ear? Can this world afford thee bliss? Can it chase away thy gloom? Flattering, false, and vain it is, tremble at the worldling's doom. Think, O sinner, on thy end. See the judgment day appear. 
Thither must thy spirit wend, there thy righteousness sentence here. Wretched, ruined, helpless soul, to a Savior's blood apply. He alone can make thee whole. Fly to Jesus, sinner, fly. I just liked that. Fly to Jesus when we're in that place of distress. Any other thoughts on that? Well, like I said, for me, what I was supposed to get out of this was when I'm upset, I need to give myself a time out. <laughs> go back if you need to. Go back if I need to, but um, but just taking time and reflecting why, what, what do I, okay, God, help me get it back together here, you know. Um, so if I could encourage anyone in that this week, if you're having trouble putting something aside to go to sleep, I love what Diane said, you know, just recite that scripture, you know. Find that one that, that speaks to you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> whatever it may be, you know. Um, or you have formed me, you know, whatever it may be that, that um, applies to you. That, um, or maybe you read this one, and then you read the next one the next morning, whatever it may be. Okay.